But at this point, we're just meeting for the first time. And he works for, a, a, at the time, works for a very well-known comp company that we all run searches on. Okay. Okay. And um, and he, he and his wife and a couple of their kids, I was meeting for the first time at lunch and we're sitting in Mountain View and we're talking, you know, oh, what did you do? What do you do now? And stuff. And they said, oh, you're a real estate agent. Well, we're looking to buy property. Will you be our real estate agent? And I and I said, well, yeah. And so that client, they are the ones who sort of, what I say, kicked me back into real estate. Big it up, big it up. Yep. Welcome to Let's Talk Real with Mel. We are here with Sherry Silva from Santa Cruz, California. Realtor, been licensed for, what, 17 years or something, right? Since 05, yeah. Sounds about right. Okay. Sure. 05. What, tell us a little bit about your business. We'll get, well, first let's go, let's go all the way back and then we'll come forward. What, okay. what got you into real estate? My dad. Yeah. He, uh, he said, you know, why don't you get your real estate license? And we had all, you know, my mom, my dad, we'd all been in sales and com full commission sales okay. with Sears of all places. My parents are retired from Sears and Lipton. The anyways. first sale. Yes, the first sales. And it was straight commission. So I was already used to working on a very, you know, just 100% commission. If you don't make the sale, you don't get paid. Don't so, uh, but to, in between there, uh, I went to college and then I had a couple babies, and then I went to look for work. Okay. And my bachelor's degree is in the social sciences. Okay. So when I got out, I wanted to work in social change. So I go to my local nonprofit organization and apply, and quickly realized with their response, they would hire me, but I wouldn't be able to pay my own mortgage with that salary so. that they were offering. So I politely declined and I thought, oh my gosh, you know, what am I gonna do? So that's when my dad suggested getting my real estate license. He had considered, considered it um, in his in his life, um, but had never done it. So I, right. I feel like it was like one of, the, wish for you. One of those right. things, you know? And, and uh, so, yeah, so I, I went, I went to my community college and, and took the, the one class that we had to take back yep. then in California and uh how many hours is that I mean it was one semester okay one class three or four real estate principles yep. yeah back in 05 and I uh I actually passed my test the first time around uh and went right to work went and interviewed with a couple different brokerages in town and ended up hanging my license with Colville Banker because I thought they had a really good um, training program and I had recently purchased my own house through you that same broker and uh yeah so and that was it and it was history ever since 17 yeah. years later yeah. so when you got into and when you when you did it and you had you said you had some sales background already yeah, sure. so did you when you did it did you what did you think did you think well this is going to be a breeze or did you think that this was going to be more challenging than your previous sales, sales experience was that at sears as well uh, yeah, this, that was Sears. I sold washers and dryers at Sears. And prior to that, I was in their furniture department when they had a furniture department. And both roles were straight commission. Um, I love it. And 
I honestly didn't really think one way or another whether it would be difficult or whether it would be easy. What I thought was I could make a busload of money and be able to affect social change financially mm-hmm. and through volunteer work and be able to provide for my family. So that was that was my goal. My and your family was, was two children at that time. Two and one older one from a previous marriage. Okay. Yeah. So you have three. So how yeah. old were the children at this in 05 when you're getting into oh my business? Uh, in 05, they were one and almost three. Yeah. And then the older one was 13. Okay. Yeah. So one, three, 13. You've got a whole family. Yeah. And you're embarking on this new journey. Yeah. But it, but it was, it was, it was. The, the journey was just the only thing new about it was that it was just a different product or service. Right. You were selling your expertise in real estate yeah. before you were selling your expertise in washer dryers. And then prior to that, selling yeah. expertise in furniture. So there was, it, it probably was a, was an easier transition for you than probably for most, I would train. Yeah. Maybe what just come came to mind as you were kind of, ex- yes, the answer is yes. And what came to mind is, when I was selling washers and dryers, no matter who came onto my sales floor, I would always take them to the very top of the line, washer and dryer, so that I could explain all of the features that were available. And then they could tell me what they didn't need. And then we would go down from there. Sometimes they would talk by top of the line, bottom of the line, anywhere in between. Didn't really matter much to me, just so that they had their needs taken care of. And so I think that uh, that care for people and me being able to produce options for them carried over to real estate Mm -hmm. because that's kind of what we do, right? Right. Tell us everything. Please tell me everything Everything that you you want want in a house so that I know. Your wish wish list. Yes, exactly. We may not be able to get you everything, but if you tell me everything, I'll be able to get as many things as you desire and want and need in your home. And oh. then on the on the on the sell side, you know, on the listing side, same thing. You right. Know, tell me what your goals are, essentially, where you want to move, how soon, you know, and how we'll sell magic. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. We'll prep the house and that's that's the product, right? Uh-huh. So now so I'm gonna come back. To, I'm gonna come back to Sears in a second. But sure. Um, the Santa Cruz is that where you are? You born and raised there? So I'm born and raised. I'm a Bay Area baby. Okay. So when I would joke. Yeah. What's that? <laughs> the the, the Vallejo. Yeah. The yeah. Area. Yeah. So uh, yes, and so as a baby, I, so I was born in Santa Clara County, and as a baby, we moved to Santa Cruz, okay, in the mountains, and there's this little treacherous road called Highway 17 that goes from one to the other. So if you're in the Silicon Valley, Bay Area, Mm -hmm. San Francisco Bay Area, you got to drive over the hill, we call it, over the hill to get to the beach. And if you're at the beach, you got to drive over the hill to get to the valley. Okay. So I've been on both sides of that hill all my life. Okay. So still in the same, in the same general, general vicinity and and, uh, born and raised and, and still living there now. Yeah. Obviously running a team. So we're going to, we're going to, Bring back present in a second, but back to Sears. So Sears out of the 
I guess headquarters Chicago. Yeah. Still at that time. Same and um, yeah. And how long were you at Sears? Oh gosh, I don't remember. Only a couple of years. It was right before um, college. Right. And you know? were you? And you said your your parents. You did your dad work at Sears as well? Yes, my dad. He was actually my, one of my dads. He okay. was my stepdad. So if you think of like, sort of like rich rich dad poor dad, I had two dads. One of them, um, I learned and became a lot of his, I, I gleaned a lot of I, my person. I am who I am because of my stepdad. That's what I'm trying to say. Mm -hmm. um, my biological dad, I got a little of him in me, but I spent more time with my stepfather and neither one of them are with us anymore. Oh. Um, but the, the real go-getter side of things came from my stepdad because he was in sales. Yeah. Right. Sales. And he was managing sales also. He was a store manager at one point department manager you know like so yeah and when you said sears you yeah. know the, you know and and said sears was the was literally the first sales company you nope. know what a lot of people don't know is that um back in the in the um sears was the first company to come out with a catalog yeah and 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 there was a and in a way way back they would the salespeople would go out into the areas because there was no way to transfer money and they would collect the money use the catalog they would bring it back to chicago and then weeks later they would bring the product back oh you're kidding so this is like way way back yeah that's like so sears was literally the very first national commerce mm -hmm. coming so yeah. a lot of people i, I never studied the history yeah. of it i do have a really really old catalog at my house and sort of a newer one that i'm having a hard time get, getting rid of um, and then you remember Lipton Tea? Yep. Of course. Okay, so my biological dad was retired from Lipton. So two huge companies, you know, in my family's background. And yeah. it's, I don't know, uh, poorly. Yeah, well, no, it's, but it says, I mean, but, but to take a, to, 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 as a, as a young person, any, any person to go into a commission only job, you know, now it's real estate, but people are scared to death yeah. to do that. So what was that like, even, even going back to that take, was Sears your first commission-only job? Yes, it was my first commission-only job. And while I was there, they were transitioning into putting people on, you know, hourly or, or, or whatever they did. I don't know how they transitioned. But I remember years later talking to people who were still at Sears and, and they said, yeah, gone are the days of the straight commission. We're, you know, we're now just hourly. It's cheaper Probably, for the, yeah. Yeah, yeah, because I'm sure you you did it and you were willing to do it because it was a handsome commission. Yeah, it was. And what's interesting is beyond selling the white goods, you know, the the washers and the dryers and the furniture, whatever you were selling, Sears had another thing that was not tangible that we had to sell or that they wanted us to sell. And I was really good at selling that too. It was called a maintenance agreement, and it's basically what we might consider, you know, akin to True. the home warranty or an insurance. Yeah. You know, you get it for one year, two year or three year. Yes. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> Do people don't all those suckers. Yeah. No. And we, that was where they made their money. Yeah. People, we could have a whole thing on yeah. Sears and then also the credit. Yeah. So because at that time when, when Sears started basically almost akin to bringing, send, bringing gold, going out, after the gold rush, bringing back gold nuggets and yeah. items of value, trading it for some type of stock or merchandise. Sure. Um, then they had more money 
than they needed. Yeah. So then they were pushing the credit. Just take the credit. We don't need the money. We'd rather have the payments. Yeah. And so, yeah, yeah. So that's a, that's a, probably we'll have a whole nother, yeah. a whole nother show on financial on, education on the series and the history of that. Right. But yeah. Oh, yeah. No, that's a great part. Yes, it's too. Good. Yeah. It's fun. Thank you. No problem. So, <laughs> so then let's, let's bring it back forward. So, what does your, so then we we transitioned from furniture, sure. appliances, then real estate. And obviously, in college, then really, in college, then yeah, real estate, yeah. and 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 family and kids, right? And we've never looked back, yeah, because you're still in real estate, and yeah. and we know that a lot of people, a lot of people, most people, in fact, eighty-seven and a half percent of the people don't make it. Yes, and there is a little story in there between licensed and today. So, I like to say when the world fell apart the first time in my lifetime. 07, 08, 09, right in there. I think you were in, yeah, you, were, yeah. you were there, right? Was, Remember the mortgage meltdown. So there was a, a short period of time where I did walk away from real estate, but I did keep my license. So I experienced some hardship as a brand new agent. I wasn't brand new. I was but a new enough. Since 05, you, you were probably experiencing some yeah, very good time. Yeah. So licensed in December 05. Started practicing in January 06. Great year. And then 2008 rolled around. I was just starting to kind of figure things out. And then all of a sudden, we've got mortgage meltdown. We've got people in foreclosure. We've got short sales. And I was like, what? What is this? Ryan, <laughs> what is going on? Figure out the regular market, right? And so I think it's important to recognize that and I'm so glad because as a brand new agent, I got really good training. I paid for coaching. I wanted to make sure that I was getting educated for myself, for my career. And wow, it was, it was, it was rough. I'll yeah. just say that there were some challenges and for my family to keep the roof over my head. I mean, I had two incomes in the household at the time, but in our generation, it takes two full-time incomes to raise a family, right? And and and, and, and you're not in, in middle America either. Right. You know, you're in Northern California. Yeah. Which, yeah. Pretty expensive. Which was, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It isn't a cheap place to live. Yeah. So, uh, so I chose to walk away, but I kept my license active because I didn't want to walk away. Um, and so that's a little bit emotional for me. Um, so you knew we're to talk about, but it's real. We're doing real talk, that's, right? That's still <laughs> real. Yep. So yeah, so there, there was, there was a challenge in there. I did walk away, but luckily I stayed, I kept my license active because I had a client who I love dearly. His name's Chris. I'll leave his last name out of it, but he knows who he is if he ever listens to this. He called me during that time while I was working. I, I started working um, in the tech industry with startups. And I went from a few different ones. You know, startups are kind of, they ramp up the and they scale back. And, and so I went from one to the next. I worked for probably three in that time period. And uh, in that time period, I had a repeat client okay. who purchased from me. And he said, hey... Uh, we're about to buy another house and you're first on my list as far as real estate agents. And I said, okay, great. Thank you. I so appreciate that. And he said, are you ready? Right, let's do it. And I said, well, 
let me get back to you. I have to rehang my license with a broker in order to service you. And yes, I'm ready for you. I'm ready. I just have to get my, get my, my duck in a row. Yeah. So I did that. I did one transaction. And then sometime later, some months later, um, I was sitting breaking bread with some friends who I met through one of the startup companies. And uh, we're sitting in Mountain View. Um, I don't know if I can say this, but he's uh, one, one of the guests who end up now, they're a very, very good client of mine. And we've done like five transactions together from then until now. But at this point, we're just meeting for the first time. And he works for, a, a, at the time, works for a very well-known comp company that we all run searches on. Okay. Okay. And, um, and he, he and his wife and a couple of their kids, I was meeting for the first time at lunch and we're sitting in Mountain View and we're talking, you know, oh, what did you do? What do you do? All this stuff. And they said, oh, you're a real estate agent. Well, we're looking to buy property. Will you be our real estate agent? And I, and I said, well, yeah. And so that client, they are the ones who sort of what I say, kicked me back into real estate. It was that, and I was just being scaled back from that that startup so it was like this the timing it was perfect timing yeah and, no, and so i've been back ever since yeah nothing happens so, on accident yeah and so what what year was that oh gosh uh it must have been i don't know i don't remember 20 probably 2010 maybe yeah so then over 10 years ago right so 10 yeah. years ago -ish. yeah um and then you've been back Full-time So you're right. So yeah. you basically were full-time. You figure it out. Part-time, yeah. then full-time. But you, yeah. your heart, you knew where your heart was. Yes, exactly. And you weren't yeah. giving up on your Correct. on your, on your your dream and, and your passion. Yeah. So why, um, so, so speaking of passion, sure. what is it that you love most about real estate? Oh my gosh, that will make me cry if I really go into it. I love supporting and serving others. I love helping other people achieve their goals, protect their money, mm -hmm. get what they want. Uh, I will fight hard for my clients. And when they, their appreciation is my reward. Like, yeah. 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 And I bet they're pretty appreciative. They are. They come back time and time yeah, again. That's right. You that's had five, right. five yeah. transactions with one client. Right? Yeah. I mean, did a pretty good job. Yeah, yeah. Like, and I love to have fun with them. They have to be, um, they have to, can I say, can I cuss? Yeah, you can say. Okay. Yes. So I have a really strict, and this came more as a seasoned agent when we get to choose who we work with. You know, in the beginning, we're kind of like, oh, yeah, we're taking that night. <laughs> But now we get to choose. So I have a very strict no asshole policy in my business and my personal life. Mm -hmm. You know, we get to a certain age and we're like, hmm, I reckon no, that. You. No, thank you. Right. <laughs> yep. Yeah. That's good. Doesn't that feel good? It feels really good. When, yeah. when, you fire, when did you fire your first client? Oh. You're switching gears here. You know, I actually has I haven't had to fire any clients. Oh, so you have a good asshole radar then. I have really good asshole radar. <laughs> so you know, you see him coming. One slipped in recently. I won't tell you which year. Okay. Um, but it was worth it because they they got what they wanted. Like I because I served them and I knew what their goals were, and we we achieved their goals successfully. And then um, it was. It was the highest price listing I had ever taken 
at that time in my career. And so it was, you know, I had had a goal like to increase my sales volume. And I thought, okay, I can suffer through a little bit of, right. you know, but they weren't, they weren't assholes. I have to say that they were not. Just a little, just they, a little they, difficult. They were, yeah, they just a little weren't exactly my vibe, okay. but we, we got through it and they, and they got, happy. ultimately they got what they want. Absolutely. And yeah. so you served and them. And I stayed professional and I, I stayed politely silent sometimes, you know, but yeah. Right. Yeah, this, yeah. this, this, you know, is that real? this is yeah, real. That's right. Yeah. Real. No, we, we, right? we, 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 we do our best. We, we do the best of our ability to serve our clients, to, to relay our expertise to our clients. And yeah. when some, and most of the time they, they, they adhere to our suggestions. Yeah. Sometimes they don't, yeah. you know, well that, that speaks to trust. Right. And, uh, I actually, I asked that client, this will reveal who it is. If they ever watch it, they'll never watch this, but I did ask that client, um, we needed a translator because there was a language barrier. And so I asked the translator, I said, why did you guys, or why did, why did the client, or I, I said, why did you guys choose me? You know, cause it was, it was a competitive environment. I was up against some really top, great, wonderful agents in my market. They were interviewing agents and they picked little old me who, you know, who would have thought. And so I didn't have a fancy listing presentation. I sat sort of like this and interviewed with them. And so later we're doing work on the house and together. And, and I asked him, I said, why did you guys choose me? And he said, well, we didn't, the client did. And I said, well, why didn't the client choose me? And, and he said, because we told her to. <laughs> and I said, well, why and it was this, this was the, to? this was the translator. Yes. Saying this? Yes. And uh, and he sent two words to me. I said Because I said, why did you tell her to choose me? And he said, work ethic. He said, when we sat with you and, well, he didn't say this at that time, but I learned later. Mm-hmm. When we sat at the table and we interviewed with you, 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 what, I don't know how he said it, but what I gleaned from it was because this is how I felt at the time. I didn't care so much that I got the deal. I cared that the deal got done. And so I was referring them to contractors, painters, all of the crew, all of the trades that I work with, my people, that my team that I work with, I was already making the phone calls and making the appointments because they, the client had deadlines and these deadlines were really tight. And I thought, if I'm going to get the job, I got to start working you want to start now. before I get the job. Right. And so I went right into action. And so, you know, it's just sometimes we have to act in a way that is what's the right thing to do, no matter, you know. No I like that. And even if, even if I didn't get the deal and my trades guys got a job I helped them out right you know and so it speaks a little bit to your I think this podcast here is a lot about if I'm not mistaken correct me if I'm wrong small businesses entrepreneurs not just real estate Mm -hmm. right but making sure that we take care of our our team our people yeah those that are in our community who we work with every day and I love them and 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 that's a good that's an excellent point because I think sometimes, uh, you know, small business people want to want to have a tendency maybe to hold back a little bit, 
because they want to keep all the goods. And then once I'm hired, then I'll release all the goods. But they miss out on those opportunities. Yeah. Because if you had held back, right. you, you likely would not have gotten that business. Yeah. And a lot of entrepreneurs, in my opinion, will find, and in my experience, they'll find themselves working for free a lot. But it all balances out as long as they're getting enough work that it makes up for that. Being right? of service. Being of service. So, and the trades guys, they go out there and gals, they go out and they do their estimates and they do their bids. And I don't know what their numbers are. Do they get one out of three? I have no idea. But I know that those bids sometimes are long drives, long hours, weird hours, and they don't always get the job, right? I, I do my best to make sure that they get my jobs. Right. You can, <laughs> now, all you can do is present is give them more opportunities. Yeah, yeah exactly. And, and yeah. that's it. Just like yeah. us, we, you know, yeah. we want just, and our foot in the door. Yeah, our foot in the door and opportunity. And if there's an opportunity, then it's it's up to the individual yeah. to put on their A game and their best performance. That's what we say. We don't want, you shouldn't practice on your clients. Practice right. in private. Yeah. You know, Michael Jordan's not, he should practice in the foul shots on the free throw line when it's, this, when it's closed, when the, the state is closed, not practicing during the game yeah. finals. Yeah, exactly. So yeah, good stuff. So another share, it, we're, let's talk real. Okay. What, what is a... Um, what is some, you know, some uh, a crazy story or something that you've had a uh, situation? It could be a situation with a client or okay. could be a, um, you know, probably something that might be unique. Something I'm sure you have several. We all have several in this business. But what's okay. a what's a what's a juicy one that you can? Oh, my God. Share? I'm not sure. Uh, I might have to think about that for a minute. A juicy. Mm. Yeah. Well, we, we can come Nothing back to comes it. right to mind. Let's come yeah, back we'll to come it. Back yeah. to it. So tell tell us about so that we we talked a lot about kind of where how you got here. Tell us a little bit about what your business looks like now. Uh, you know, big team, small team, solo, like, and then also yeah. where you want to go, where you sure. see yourself in the next okay. three to five years. Okay, so the kids are grown. My youngest is now eighteen. Okay, wow. And I have focused a lot of time on family and business. Uh, I hit my best year in 2021. Okay, Up until then, yep. it kind of, you know, it ebbed and flowed. I wasn't really tracking. I'm still not really tracking. That's changing. We're improving every We're day. We're improving every day. I'm We're ramping up. I've yep. made a commitment to my team and myself and my family that I want to triple my production next year. Okay. Uh, from this year to next year. And uh, that's a tall order, so I'm terrified and excited. Yeah, I'm, I've, I've hired some help recently. I've yeah. hired three people to help me recently, like from sec maybe third quarter till now uh, of 2022. And uh, so 2022 has been better than 21. Right. 2023, we're tripling. There's that's a three in there. I just realized right. that. Three, three. Yeah. So, uh, okay. So... Did that answer the question? Yeah. Yeah. Where I've been has been focusing on work and family. And now I'm I'm focusing on getting kids through college and entrepreneurship and just life, you know, making sure everybody feels supported and independent. <laughs> yeah. You know? It's a it's a it's a you know, for you know, I have kids as well and it's it's a it's a it's a challenge. You know, yeah. you want you want them to to 
kind of grow up on their own, but you don't want them to fail. Right. You don't just like. No, you kind of want them to fail a little yeah, bit. Just a little. They, they need a they, little they, failure. Bit, right. Yeah. And, and, but just, but we want to provide the same support that, you know, that our parents provided for us. Yeah. You know, yeah. It, 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 as best we can. Love. Mostly yeah. love. It's really a lot of love. Yeah. And, and encouragement and letting go. Yeah. And, and direction. Yeah. It's all of it. Yeah. Yeah. So that, so are any, are they, well, we'll come back to the kids. What do you do outside of real estate? Oh my gosh, we fish. Okay. We go crabbing. Uh, so we have a boat. We have a boat in the harbor. My boyfriend and I. It's his boat, and and he goes out most of the time. I go out a lot of it with him. And fishing and crabbing in the harbor. In Santa Cruz, okay. yeah, we not... love the harbor lifestyle. Oh, we I know they had crabs. We we check after after we've been fishing. We we check the. The fish tables where you clean the tables. We look in the garbage can to see what everybody else has been fishing and catching. Sorry, not fishing, but catching, you know, and we want to know like, okay, are we going out on the right day? And it's hard. It's it's a challenge. You know, it's like life, you know, you go out because you get this great report. You're watching the the, the fish report and you, oh my God, the, everybody's catching salmon. So you go out for salmon. Sometimes you catch salmon. Sometimes you get skunked and then you want to check and see what happens. Right. So is is there so there's separate bait then for for salmon? That oh, you, way different. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Great question. Yeah. Great question. So that would make so that that would make sense. So that, yes. So you're doing your investigative work to figure that out. Yeah. But or, yeah. or kind of almost your post op report. Yeah. Like you. Yeah. These are the results we got. Let's compare our results to, to what other people what other have people gotten. Got, yeah. And then find out if it's something tactically. Yeah. That's, that's okay let's go back to bait okay because this is a really good analogy for life and for real estate so earthworms are kind of a freshwater bait for i don't even know probably trout maybe okay you know you go in a lake and you fish with these long gross earthworms well when you go crabbing you can use chicken like if you had chicken for dinner, or if you have raw chicken, you can go to the meat market and buy raw chicken and throw it in the in the crab pot. We call them, okay. and you and you drop the pots and let them soak in in at the bottom of the ocean with chicken. Okay. And the crabs come and they pick the chicken, but you're not going to catch salmon with chicken, and you're definitely not going to catch either one of those with earthworms, right? So the bait really really matters, and I feel like. To go back to sales, okay, mm -hmm. we'll come full circle. Yep. In sales, I've always, I learned that it's better to fish than to hunt. Because when we're hunting, we're chasing and something's running away from us. But we don't want to do that in sales, What, in my opinion. Yeah. In sales, we want to say, look at this, isn't this cool? And we want them to come to it. We want them, we want, we want to attract. We want to use the right bait to attract the right client. Not the assholes, right. but the right client who vibes with us and is a, you know, it's, there are people, you know, and that's going to be different for every agent. So I don't know if we're giving advice on this podcast, yep. but I would give the advice, you know, that you want to, you want to be who you want to attract. And so you want to know what the bait is, and you are the bait. That's it. I like that. You're the bait. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and be who and, you want to. And talk. right. And and I always say I like to work with people who like to work. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> and and when you do that, then usually you're you're more likely to um, 
repel some of the people you don't want to work with. That's right. Yeah, because we're not going to satisfy everybody all the time. Everybody knows that, right? Yeah. Yeah. Can't satisfy. What's the saying? There's a thing. Yeah. Yeah. Can't satisfy all the people all the time or something. Something like that. Or make happy or, yeah. Yeah. They make sure. Yeah. And then, and then also, then that would, that also then diminishes the level of service. Exactly. Yeah. You know, and we want to get good reviews. We want to provide awesome service. Yeah. That's good. So if, let me ask you this. If we were, if as you're growing your team, you're tripling your business, you're hiring, you've made some hires, you're going to be making more hires. Sure. If I was an agent okay. in your marketplace okay. in Northern Cali, in the in the, in the the Bay Area, um, and I wanted to, you know, potentially learn more about your team, or if I had a house to sell or I wanted to move into your area, uh, how would we contact you? Oh, my gosh. Okay. So, well, my name, basically, Sherry Silva. Uh, my website is SherrySilva.com. My email is Sherry at SherrySilva.com. Like S H A R I S I L V A. You can find me on all the social channels, except I'm not on TikTok yet. I'm getting there though. Okay. Yeah, that's my next. But I'm on Pinterest and Instagram and Facebook and LinkedIn and. And what's your preferred method? Instagram. Instagram. Yeah, and email or phone number. Okay. And what's that number? Eight three one two nine five two eight eight zero. Okay. Yeah. Awesome. Email, phone. Yeah. I really like phone the best, yeah, because it's very direct. Yeah, and, yeah. and no, 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 nothing lost in translation. Right. All right. Well, this was good. Well, I want to thank you for for joining and, and sharing sharing yeah. some wine. It's so thank good to see you again. Oh, and I've got a um, actually a quote a quote of the day. Let oh, me, great. Okay. Let me share the quote. I love quote. There is nothing more beautiful than someone who goes out of their way to make life beautiful for others. I love that. Well, this is good. You have to send that to me. Awesome. Yay. Thank, Thank you. you so much, Melvin. Thank, Thank you. you. Yeah, great. So you know. Cheers. Cheers. Yay. Like